Yes, yes, yes. It's Sunday, 6th of February, 1.22pm. And today we're with... Michael Jr., Michael Jr. Yeah, man, we're here. Thank you for coming, bro. No, it's Thank cool. you for coming. You're the first person I've actually interviewed on this That's mad. podcast it's a privilege. thing. But um, yeah, man, thanks for coming down, bro. How are you? I'm good, you know. I'm good. Just easy. Um, it's Sunday. It's been a chill day, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually decent. Just enjoying... Enjoying life, life, small, small. Small, man. We're trying. Yeah, man. So, how's it been for you? How's how's 2022 been for you so far? It's been interesting, you know. Like, um, I've had a lot of time for myself just to just be in my headspace. Like, really plan the rest of the... the yeah, just a year. But it's been a really interesting one, especially, like, with... Um, what's, what happened recently? I even forgot... <laughs> You got nominated. Yeah, Your yeah, film yeah. Got nominated. yeah. My film got nominated, so it got accepted um, earlier this year, like the beginning part of the year. And I was just like, "Oh, okay," because mm. I submitted it. I just done it out of the blue, like last year. Just submitted it for the festivals and BFI. It was a BFI Future Film Festival, which is really, really like it's prestigious in the sense that it's from the people that do a lot of films that I wanna um, create in the future, hopefully. Mm. So just to be recognized by them is a big thing. So first of being accepted, then like two weeks later, they told me I got nominated for like the best um, director. Yeah. So yeah, just nominated like five, like four other people. So five of us all together. And that's like, whoa, because I'm, I was just doing it. Yeah, I wasn't really doing it for the awards or anything. I just, just wanted it to get more reach. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. yeah. It. How did you come up with the idea? Um, it came around, so 2020, during the pandemic, yeah. um, I felt like that was a time year when I was forced to watch just what was going on. And I didn't feel like I could do anything because normally, um, let's say, for instance, if you, like, let's have something's happening, you can, I don't know, it's like if there's an injustice, you could, I don't know, just do something about it. But that's the first, because it was lockdown as well, so I couldn't really do anything. Um, and I wasn't really with my friends. I wasn't acting. I wasn't doing nothing. I was just literally still... And that moment of stillness, I had to let, let if I could say, have an outlet. So I just literally wrote down a few things. I was just journaling, literally just journaling mm. my thoughts and feelings. Then I came across something on Twitter, just being black. And it was like hashtag being black. And it was just so funny because um, that was the first time that I realized how universal um, being black was. So I saw some funny things, just like funny comments like um, being black is your mum. It's your mom, I don't know, just, I'm trying to think from the top of it, just, just really funny things that were just so relatable to me. And I didn't know, sometimes it was from people in America, sometimes it was people here. Yeah. And it also exposed how um, racist the country um, still is, if that makes sense. And I was so like, if I can say, in shock because I saw people that were, let's say for instance, someone will write something, hashtag being black, and the comments under it would be like, no, nah, that doesn't happen in... England or that doesn't happen yeah and I was just so short and I was shocked by it because I'll click on people's profiles and they'll have like like I work in let's say I work in the corporate industry mm. and so I'm thinking these are like everyday people these are the people I get on the bus with and I was so shocked like people some people were just like playing it down and that hit me that hit me hard how deep how can I say subtle racism is in Britain yeah and I didn't realize it was that deep yeah until the pandemic. I thought it was in America, but in Britain, they're like blinded by it because they think they're nice because people don't die, for instance, but there's still negative um, impact that happens amongst like black people. So um, I literally just said, burn it. Like nepotism is a big thing. Like if mm. I could say, well, it's not big in our culture or yeah. in our community, but it's big in like the other communities. And I was like, you know what? 
like I had a lot of time, a lot of time people say, ah, oh, when I get to a certain place or position, that's when I'm going to bring on people. And that's what was my mindset, especially with like acting. But I said, you know what? I'm just going to use like um, being black as a way. I, sh- I literally wrote and I said, I'm just going to give everyone like people that, that haven't acted before, that didn't have an experience, like if I could say a showreel, yeah. I'm going to make it proper good. Big up Simi. Yeah, big up Simi. Big up Simi. <laughs> <laughs> literally, Simi was good in it, man. Yeah, man. So I literally just said, I'm going to put everyone on. People behind the scenes that didn't know much about camera yeah, work. Yeah, the spoken word was powerful. Yeah, that, man. man. Thank powerful. you. It was really, it was really, really, yeah. So that's how it came about. It came yeah. from Twitter. So, so tell us, tell us more about the film itself like okay, what, is, cool. what is it about i know it's, we know it's about being black but mm-hmm. you know tell us more about the film itself um so it's literally about a guy that literally kind of like represents me he goes on twitter sees hashtag being black and as he reads each comment he kind of like it kind of um allows him to relive those moments but instead of him so it's on, had an option of actually allowing that same person to relive a bar said you know what let me get different people mm. to reenact those tweets and as he goes through it he kind of like reflects upon himself and literally it's just if i can say obviously it shows the negative side of if i can say not even negative just the reality and it also shows the light because i really wanted to shine light on what being black is we're not saying we want um, sympathy we're not saying we want people to feel sorry for us we're just saying like this is what we go through but despite everything we still smile we still strive like it's just that part, I didn't want to include like all these, if I can say the hardships and if you can say traumatic experiences, yeah. some people said they found it hard to watch. Um, but I had to understand that, like I didn't want to include like, cause it was based in the blocks. I didn't want to include the blocks. And cause there was so much things going around. We had like Top Boy, which I was like, um, happy to be a part of then Blue Story as well. Then there were just different things. And it was like, oh, the blocks, there's a block stat. Yeah. Um, and it's very, it was like negative. So I didn't want to show it, but I had to, during that moment, I was like, the blocks is part of me. Yeah. Like, yeah I grew yeah. up on the blocks. Like, you that's see, my identity. Part of who you are. Yeah. Do you know I'm coming from? It's like, and I saw it as a hero story. Like, even though the hero has like, he's wins, he always has like, what makes him him. Like, he's, yeah. weak. no, he's, I won't say he's a weakness, but things that he's shortcomings. Foundation. You get I'm coming from. So I said, I couldn't hide that bit because it's part of, who I am as a person. So yeah, yeah it just really highlights basically being black. Mm. The good, yeah, just our lives. Yeah, ups and downs. How long was the shoot? Three days, you know. Three days. Yeah, 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 three, three days. Three days. And was it the same DOP that did Four Walls? Yeah, the f- these, these Four, four walls. walls. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, done, he done my first short film pods as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's cold. He's still. good, man. Jamal Amili. He's yeah, really, he's really cold. good. He's really, cold. <laughs> really good, yeah. <laughs> so he did some Top Boy as well, Literally, isn't it? So it's funny, because how I met him, I met him on Top Boy. Oh, yeah? But he was assisting. So like when I was filming um, with Top Boy, then obviously he got like pushed up. Mm. So it's really nice to see the power of networking. Networking, <laughs> man. Just use the people around you. You have to. Literally, you, have to. you literally have to. <laughs> so it's really good for him. So like, why do you like making films, bro? Um, do you know what I like making films? Yeah, because it's just nice to see. I don't know. I like to. Why do I like making films? I like to tell stories. That's literally it in a nutshell. But I like to tell stories to like a Pacific audience and just see their reaction from a story can yeah what a story can do because me watching stories has changed my life like mm-hmm. there's certain decisions I wouldn't have made if I didn't watch a certain film or a certain short film or a certain book so I've seen how stories have actually changed my life I want to use that same skill just to impact people like mm. um, if I can say inspired people to like rewire, dem- rewire their mind for, for a greater good or maybe just realize things inside of themselves so yeah that's literally it just the impact I had on me was great so I just want to do the same for others. That was actually it, to be honest. What what films would you say have inspired you to 
actually make films and write and act? Um, Films like, so I'm a big fan of Ryan Coogler. Okay. Ryan Coogler in America. He's, I'm a big fan of him. Um, He done like Fruitvale Station which was like a Sundance. Oh, the director, yeah. The director, yeah. 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 He, done he, B- did, he did um, Black, Black Panther as well. Yeah, yeah. Black Panther's here. Yeah. yeah, he's cold. Like, yeah. he's really, really good. And he came from like, a, you could say, a, he's black, a similar background, rough environment, went uni, was a, like into football, like American football anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he inspired me. Just seeing him, like, just making short films, then mm-hmm. next, you know, going from Fruitvale. I was actually fell in love with his work when, he, when I watched Creed. Because um, he done Creed as well, yeah, yeah. and just the sound and uh, cinematography and the way the story was told was really, really it was like poetic. So him, I'm a big fan of Iggy London. So he's like a London director, and I actually okay. done a short film with him called Velvet. Oh, is that the one you were uh, doing? Dan- dancing? dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like seeing, seeing, being a part of like just the filmmaking process, like acting in it, it's just made me fall in love with it. And just seeing people like when you work closely with a director, you just see how much they how much effort they put into it and seeing it come to life, it's just like, whoa. So I was a vessel and I'm like, you know, I have ideas on my own, so let me mm-hmm. just try to express myself. So Iggy London, um, just being a part of Velvet, so Fruitvale Station, then movies like them, what's is it? Untouchables. It's got that same guy that done, uh, it's a French film, the same guy that done. Untouchables, is that the one with um, Omar? Omar? Yeah, Omar, yeah, yeah the same he's guy. He's a bad boy He's actor. really good. <laughs> and you know what I love about him? He's, he's such a, like, you just got black features, you get big, come, bold black features on your screen. Like, it's like, yo, like, back then you wouldn't really see that. Mm-hmm. But now you're seeing that. So it makes other black people feel like mm-hmm. they can, you know, 100%. be on the screen and do what he's doing. 100%. So when I see him, he's representing a he's lot of black people. The black people in France. Yeah. Around the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, he's a bad boy actor. So that one hit yeah. me hard. That yeah. the, the film he done with, I don't even know what the white guy's name is, but that was um, uh, Brian. I don't know his name. No, he's he, the guy in Breaking Bad. What's his name? He was in Breaking Bad. I swear he is. I don't even know. <laughs> Breaking Bad. What's his name? Um, Brian. I Brian don't... Cranston. Oh, is that him? I think so. I think so. Right. Untouchables. Is it him? Um, I say I don't know. Now I need, now I need to check. Wait, now I need to check as well. Omar, say, <laughs> um, oh, I don't even know. Uh, is it him? It's not him. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. No, you got to find out, bro. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> or is it somebody else? No, it's somebody else. Yeah, it's someone somebody else. else. It's, I was going to say. The guy's name is François Close. Yeah, come on. It's a French film. No, but I think. Um, he was in. Um, Right, the the one with Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. it was him. Still. I don't like where they do remakes. Even the or was it even him in the Kevin Hart one? I don't even know. Yeah, it is, it is, it, it is. was, it was. I know, I know, I wasn't bugging out. Okay, back, back to it. <laughs> I know my films, man. I know my nah, films. Yeah. So those films like really, really um, had an impact on me just yeah. watching it. So yeah, yeah. No, that's wavy still. So, what's next? What What's next for you, bro? Um, so I'm still acting. Yeah. So like, I hope people don't think I'm, I don't. I stopped acting because I'm still acting. Nah, man. Yeah. Like even with me, with making numbers. Yeah, acting is, yeah. Do you get where I'm coming from? Acting is the. I mean, making numbers, of course, is everything together. Mm-hmm. You know, meeting people like yourself yeah. and learning through experiences, mm-hmm. learning through other people. And I feel like as as actors, we need to do other things. Yeah. To, you know, keep that creative. You get where I'm coming from. Creative thing going on because we're not always going to be working. Yeah. Well, hopefully we will Soon, always man. be working, but, you know, it'll be good to do other things. And 100. while you're spending time just 
you know, doing other things. Mm-hmm. It's good to meet other people, yeah. experience life and mm-hmm. just do normal things. So. so yeah, I feel like um, what's next is just, um, yeah, definitely acting, more yeah. acting stuff. I'm writing at the moment. I've got a few like projects I'm writing and I just need it to come to life. So yeah, just a few short films. And it's definitely going to be about like the black experience. And I really want to put, yeah, because that's that's my experience, isn't it? And I, mm. I, I, want, I like telling things from truth. Just the whole being black um, experience has helped me understand what resonates with me as a, yeah, just as a person. Mm. So I really want to put down a screen, like a British black experience, but obviously just in normal environments. So yeah, I've got some stories that I'm just finishing writing and hopefully yeah, it will get made. It will get made. It will get made. I'll make sure. <laughs> I like making stuff. <laughs> Thank you for coming down, bro. Nah, it's cool, um, man. It's cool. We're yeah, here. man, we're here. We're here. <laughs> Two South Londoners. Trust me. Making it happen. Do you know what I mean? Doing multiple things. You 100%. Know? Keep making, keep creating. And yeah, in the making, making numbers. Love. Love. Making numbers. (laughs)